Howdy everyone, welcome to Pickle Giraffe News. Yeehaw! Woo! Hey everybody, this is James. I hope you guys are having a pretty good day. Um, there's uh, not too much to talk about today. Uh, I haven't really um, done too much work on this, uh, this episode um, <laughs> because I do so much work on the other ones. Um, but, uh, I just kind of wanted to go over, um, just a quick, quick few, or a quick list here. I, I initially intended on doing a, a list of songs that I thought were, were classics. And, uh, uh, in light of, uh, recent news, uh, regarding David Bowie's passing, uh, I figured I'd include five extra songs, uh, that he had made, um, in that list. Um, so... Uh, I guess I'll just kind of start off here, uh, straight into it, uh, with, with that, um, and I'll, I'll start off with David Bowie songs first and I'll kind of, I'll kind of, uh, you know, say what, uh, which, which order I place them in and just a little bit about them and why I put them on that list. Now, um, number five here is going to be the man who sold the world, uh, which is a classic uh, number four is going to be Rebel Rebel, which I consider to be a classic. Uh, number three is going to be Let's Dance, which everyone, I think, can, can consider a classic as well. Um, because it's when you listen to it, you're like, well, this is a classic. Um, and then number two is going to be Starman. Everyone knows this classic, and that's why it's at number two, because it's, it's certainly, um, certainly a classic. Uh, and uh, number one is, of course, going to be Space Odyssey. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I meant to say Oddity. I've uh, I've made that mistake about uh, I don't know about two two thousand and one times. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that was good. Uh, but uh, the reason that I have Space Oddity on here is um, because you know, as far as songs go from David Bowie, I consider this one to be a classic. And, uh, and that's probably why it deserves to be on the number one spot because it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a classic. So, so that's, that's kind of my top five for David Bowie songs because those are, those are, uh, they're all classics. Um, now moving on to the, the, what I call NBs, which is non Bowie songs, um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go up the list on here. I I initially made these ten um, because I think that these are are pretty uh, pretty solid classics. Um, and again, I'm just gonna say the number, uh, the song, who it's by, and uh, you know a, a little reasoning to why I chose it. Um, now, number ten here is gonna be Bob Marley's "No Woman No Cry." Uh, now, this one is a reggae classic. Everyone knows this reggae classic because it's such a classic. Uh, number nine is going to be Sweet Child of Mine from Guns N' Roses. Um, when you think of Guns N' Roses, you think of this classic, and that's why this classic is on this list. It's classic. Uh, number nine is going to be the uh, one of the best classic uh, songs um, uh, from Michael Jackson, and it's going to be Thriller. Everyone knows this classic because the I, the the uh, video uh, for it is just. What's the word I'm looking for? It's classic. That's what it is. It's classic. Um, number seven here is going to be a, a popular one. Um, it's going to be Smooth from Santana and that dude from Matchbox 20. Uh, another another super classic. 
It's just, it's just a classic. Uh, number six here is going to be Freebird uh, from Leonard Skinnerd, which is considered one of those classics that um, is just never going to go out of classic style. Uh, number five is uh, Nirvana's classic Smells Like Team Spirit, um, which everyone knows this as a grunge classic. Uh, four is going to be one of my favorite Beatles songs, uh, which is going to be Hey Jude, which um, a lot of people consider to be a classic. Um, and uh, I kind of I tend to agree with them. Uh, this next one here, this one, I chose this one because, you know, it's it's a classic. Uh, this is called uh, Hotel California from the Eagles, um, and everyone knows that song um, because of how classic it is. Uh, and then number two here is Stairway to Heaven from Led Zeppelin. Um, this one, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of Led Zeppelin, but this one is it's not my favorite song of theirs, uh, but it's definitely a classic. Uh, I feel like it's it's a uh, it's pretty classic of them to do a song like this. And the fact that it's lasted this long is just a testament to how classic it is. Uh, number one here is going to be one of the, the ones that I consider to be the ultimate classic song that ever was, uh, was, was pressed. Um, and you know, it's, it's a, it's a fantastic song. Uh, one of the best songs by one of the best bands in the world. And, uh, this is going to be, uh, Number one of this list here is She Fucking Hates Me from Puddle of the Mud. Puddle of the Mud is definitely one of the classic bands of the of really all music. You know, you, you, you can jump from Mozart to Puddle of the Mud and not really miss in, in much in between there. Uh, but She Fucking Hates Me is probably number one classic city. You know, like if I was to run a town uh, or even like a state or even a country... And and I would I would need to have a song that would be our classic anthem. Uh, I would have "She Fucking Hates Me" as from Puddle of the Mud as my as my theme song, my anthem. You know, like the national anthem for for America is all right, uh, but to change it and to make it more modern and classic, I would definitely choose "She Fucking Hates Me." That song is classic. Um, but that's just my list for classic songs that are classic. Um, I hope uh, I was able to enlighten you on some classics that, you know, maybe you can go ahead and, and uh, open up uh, open up uh, um, uh, YouTube and, and Google these uh, and uh, Spotify them a bit, you know, um, just check them out, um, you know, uh, open a Pandora's box, if you will, and uh, check out all of these songs. Um, they're all classics, so check them out, all right? Um, now, next up here. This one's uh, not music related, unfortunately, but we have um, this kind of a, a weird discovery that happened uh, fairly recently, and uh, it's it's kind of bizarre. But uh, there was a uh, a doctor that had um, had taken a few people in, and you know he's a he's a a, a surgeon, and uh, over the the course of He's been doing it for about two years now, uh, but he finally made it public uh, as kind of an awareness thing. Um, but apparently this doctor in, uh, I think it was uh, Nebraska, um, he found that uh, every one of his patients that he did surgery on seemed to have had an extra, an extra few bones inside of them. 
now this this is kind of a, a weird weird thing because you know we we all know how many bones are in the body. There's um, I think I think it's up to more than seven now, and um, we you know we we kind of know what every bone is. Uh, but he made the shocking discovery where he found one patient had uh, two extra bones, and they were in separate parts of his of the person's body. Now, after after the surgery, um, the uh, the doctor went to, to to the person and said um, that he found these extra bones, and he thought it was was funny, um, and he had pointed them out to uh to that patient and the patient was like you know it's funny because those two very specific spots tend to get very cold uh during the winter and just you know any time during the night um and he found it interesting uh shortly after uh this patient was told about this um i think it was about a week later um the patient actually called the doctor back up and said that he had lost his soul uh and he felt like he couldn't couldn't um you know do the things that normal soulful people have um so so the doctor found this interesting but the, the thing is is he found that you know some other patients had extra bones but they were in different places so he uh he after he did the surgery he went up to the um the uh the people and asked them if there's any specific spots in their body that get slightly more chilly than the rest of their bodies and um, when they, uh, when they pulled out the, um, or when they pointed it out, uh, the doctor confirmed that that's where the, their, their bone, that extra bone was. Uh, the doctor, his name is, uh, Niederfaschen Fruchenhaven. Um, he made a discovery that, or he, he named them, named the discovery. He called them the chill bones. Uh, now he, he kind of, he put this, uh, this this statement out because he was kind of researching it he noticed that when he took anybody back he found little fragments of bone in every patient and every person that he took back like he would even do free screenings just to check to see um, now he did a screening of himself and he's seen where those two were and apparently he lost his soul after finding them um and now he's just kind of he's he's very soulless he just he doesn't um when he goes to parties, he doesn't dance. Uh, he he doesn't like listening to 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 um, to funk. Um, just doesn't got any soul in him at all. Uh, and now he just wants to. He he posted this as kind of a public awareness. Um, and he wants people to to head to the doctors uh, whenever they find a whenever they find that there's two specific spots in their body that get cold, no matter where they are. Uh, one person had his, his, uh, in, in his cranium. Um, so basically what the, the procedure is, is to remove the, the chill bones. And they, what they do is they, they, uh, the doctors will, uh, put a, uh, insulated wrap around them so they don't get cold as often. And the doctors are supposed to randomly place them in your body at very, very hidden spots. And you're not supposed to know exactly where they are. Uh, because if you do, you'll lose your soul. And you don't want to lose your soul. The uh, procedure itself can run anywhere from from $10, depending on if it's a surface bone, or uh, up to, you know, like, I think it's $12,000, depending if it's a, um, 
you know how deep it is uh, and where it is on your body so basically you know if if you feel like you might have some some trouble uh, definitely go see a doctor um, it's uh, it's a very important thing you, you don't want to lose your soul because uh, if you do you just you wouldn't be happy in life and uh, it's it's insane but uh, you know you might not believe me but this is all this is all true um, just just Google it uh, I'm sure you'll find all the results um, that you need um, and if you don't find any results then you're not googling it right uh, because you're a fucking idiot so um, but yeah just uh, just be careful out there guys uh, it's it's a cold winter um, I don't want you guys to to lose your souls if you do you know I'm sorry uh, but at least this is kind of getting the word across you know I'm, I'm sure you guys will hear it on on e entertainment news or whatever bullshit you watch but um uh, you know at least you guys can get it from 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 all types of sources um, but uh, but yeah just just be careful out there guys okay wear some gloves wear extra clothes and uh, wear extra pants you know just just uh, keep it uh, keep it nice and cool out there or warm rather yeah um, yep so uh, this next uh, segment here is is gonna be kind of a weird one um, now I don't want to tell you where I got this uh, but I got a package in the mail the other day and it had this small device. Uh, this device allows me to record, um, or anybody that, that plugs their, their themselves into it, uh, allows them to record their inner thought process. And um, I tried it, and it's it's kind of it's it's bizarre, um, but it works. Basically, what you do is you sit in a dark room, you uh, plug it into your 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 nose, and um, it's like this this small like a like a pill shaped thing you put it in there and basically what it does is you you think about something you think about uh, the pros and cons of certain things and it records it uh, now I sat in the room and I try to figure if something try to think of something that would would be interesting so I was like well which is the best Quentin Tarantino movie um, well uh, I sat there for a good 12 minutes or so and debated uh, it didn't really end all that well um, but uh, but it's it's an interesting interesting uh, uh, thing that I uh, or it's an interesting product um, and a contraption that allows this 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 uh, this recording process to to take place. So I'm just gonna go here uh, go ahead and here and, and play that for you, okay? All right. So first off, everyone, go ahead and say hi. What hey, is hi. going? Okay. Well, that's that's not gonna work. Um, let's let's start this again. Let's try doing um. Everyone, go ahead and uh, just introduce themselves and by saying their their favorite movie. Okay. Hey, uh, I'm James. I well, well, I don't. I don't. Is, yeah. Well, I don't think we really need to say our name because uh, we are all, we're all the same person here. So it's a good point. Um. Well, so uh, I'm Reservoir Dogs. Then how about that? Yeah, that works. Uh, I'm Pulp Fiction. I'm Jackie Brown. I'm Kill Bill Volume One. And I'm Kill Bill Volume 2. Uh, I don't think we need to distinguish between Volume 1 and Volume 2. Uh, I think that's probably a safe bet that it's just one. Okay, then uh, I guess we'll just mer merge together then. Yeah, sure. Does that sound okay? Yeah, that sounds great to me. All right, let's go. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Oh, it's open now. Okay, that was gross. And uh, I'm Inglorious Bastards. And uh, this is uh, Death Proof here from uh, Grindhouse. And this is uh, Django Unchained. And this is uh, Hateful Eight, uh, the baby of the group. Uh, hey guys, should I be here? I'm from Dusk Till Dawn. Uh, uh, I don't know if I should be here at all. I don't know. I think we're pretty much just doing the movies that he directed, nothing that he wrote. So. Oh, 
yeah. Um, is it so I should just leave, or yeah. is this gonna hurt like the Kill Bill people? I'm not gonna lie, it's probably gonna hurt. Oh boy. Um. All right, so now that the uh, that that he's dead and that we can get the introductions out, um, we're here just to basically decide which movie is going to be the best. So uh, just really quick, I just want everyone to kind of go through and um, talk about just one little thing that's going to make them make their movie the best movie. Okay. Well, uh, I'll start off since I'm I'm the first one. Uh, I'm Reservoir Dogs again, and um, you know, Reservoir Dogs is a uh, kind of the the quintessential Tarantino uh and you know it's just it's it's kind of the starting so I, f- I feel like that's probably one of his best work because it's you know when he when he kind of started doing the whole the whole movie business yeah but I think I can beg to differ because uh, you know with um with Pulp Fiction uh it's where it's where he really made his stride that's where people got to know Quentin Tarantino and get to to really you know get the feel of him and his kind of uh much much broader um broader strokes for his, for his movies they're much longer um and definitely uh sam jackson's best work is with uh with pulp well fiction. you know you know i think i think that's kind of debatable um hateful eight is definitely uh sam jackson's best role so far from quentin tarantino it's it's there's definitely more more points to it and i think that's probably where he 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 shines the best in, in well, Quentin Tarantino movies. Guys, 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 you you have seen Django Unchained, right? He's pretty fucking good in that well, movie. Yeah, but I mean, you know, in Pulp Fiction, he definitely that's where he became more mainstream, more popular, uh, and that's well, kind of debatable. Uh, you know, it's, it is yeah. debatable, but it well, is th- yes, no, you're correct. It is debatable. Uh, are you saying that because he became more popular with that role, that his role in Eighth no. was wasn't as no, good? No, no, no. I mean, that's that's kind of that's kind of N- wrong. No, thinking, that that's you know? not what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say that everyone got to know him better with Pulp Fiction, and you know, th- this is beside the point. We're not talking about Sam Jackson's roles, um, but you know, uh, hey, this is uh, real quick. This is Deep Blue Sea, and I think that. Sam Jackson's role in this movie was probably the best one yet. So yeah, thanks, thanks. We we know that one, but this is the Quentin Tarantino. Oh, talk. So oh no, I'm gonna die, aren't I? It's so gross every time. Uh, but you know this. So this hey. is Jackie Brown talking, hey. and um, just I just wanted to to speak my piece here real quick sure. while you guys were talking about Sam yeah, Jackson because everyone remembers him from Jackie Brown. You know he has. Some pretty good lines in this he movie. Does. Uh, I just, I just want to point that out. I know that I know I'm not gonna, I know I'm not gonna win this one uh, because <laughs> I'm not as. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of more of like a rehash of Pulp Fiction more than anything. Uh, kind of my movie yeah. here, but I still have some really solid moments, and uh, uh, Pam Greer is really great. She is. But, but back to Sam Jackson. I mean, he does say in this movie, he does say the whole you know AK-47 quote, which is pretty damn good. Uh, it so is pretty good. You know, I'm I'm just gonna step step out of this one because I don't feel like I have Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but I feel like you know I just want you guys to remember that that. Part, All right. Okay. Thanks. Um, so I'm just gonna just gonna head out. I'm still gonna be here. I I, I don't want to die. Um, so I'm just gonna hang out in the back because I'm still I'm still pretty good movie. But uh, just uh, I'm not just gonna hang back okay. here. So don't kill me. We won't kill you. Uh, but 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 speaking of killing, um. I think everyone can kind of uh, agree that uh, based off of violence and everyone likes to, you know, Quentin Tarantino's violence based off of violence. I think uh, 
Kill Bill is probably going to be one of the oh, more God. violent ones. Um, and on. I think that's that's hold uh, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Violent movie, yes, sure. Uma Thurman goes and just chops a bunch of people up and all that stuff, whatever. Have you seen Inglorious Bastards? Do you remember what we did to Hitler? Well, I mean, yeah, but that you know that's kind of one part of that. I mean, Kill Bill was two movies and there's a bunch of violent stuff that happened in there um, wiggle you know. your big toe wiggle your big toe wiggle your big well, toe wait, what is why are you saying that hateful eight why is that a big deal well i mean i just want to point out that i'm the only movie here that really didn't have anything about toes all that much you know uh kill bill is probably the biggest offender of this uh well i mean uh yeah, this is death proof speaking here um uh, I just want to say for the record that I'm a pretty darn good movie, even though people didn't really like me all that much. Uh, but uh, I did kind of do that uh, foot thing quite a bit. Um, it, well, So sorry about that. It, we're not here to talk about feet. We're not here to talk about Sam Jackson. We're here to talk about the best movie of the group, which is probably me being Pulp Fiction because everyone loves me and I'm the best of the group. Uh, and Hateful Eight, don't bring up that foot shit. You guys were in the snow, so you guys didn't really have an excuse to have exposed feet. So go fuck yourself. That's just kind of uncalled for. Yeah, kind of. I mean, is. come on. This, I mean, we don't we don't need to have an argument about this no. goddamn foot thing. It's not a big deal. No, it's really what not. What the fuck? Why are you oh, attacking boy, me about this? Okay, I don't okay, understand. Okay. I'm just fucking hateful new movie. Hateful. It's because I'm the new movie. Hateful everyone has on. to hate me. Yeah, yeah, what what yeah, the yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah, you guys are the Hateful Eight, aren't you? Is that why this movie's called Hateful Eight? God damn it! I knew it. Just calm down. Calm down. Shit. Calm down. Jesus, man, that guy is. Fucking terrible. He does. Temper. He does. And and speaking as moderator, guys, we we need to get back on track. Okay, guys, I don't, guys. I don't have a fucking hey guys, temper. We need to get back. I don't on have a track, fucking okay? temper. Um, you know, yeah. we we need to. We were here for a reason. We're here to figure out which of the movie is the best. We're not here to talk about Sam Jackson. We're not here to talk about um uh about feet. We're not here to talk about anything like that. I just need you guys to come up and say say why your movie is the best. Okay. Just we need to figure out which is the best movie, okay? Yeah, I mean, uh, I've been kind of quiet this whole time here. Um, hey guys, uh, it's it's a Django. Um, just wanted to let you know, like you know, my my movies is uh is probably one of the more more solid Quentin Tarantino movies, just because it's kind of a long epic. Um, you know, there's a lot of different pieces to it, and it definitely it feels if it, it feels pretty good. Um, not to say that I'm any better than the other one. Uh, but I, I feel like I have a good a good chance in winning this one. Uh, yeah, you do. Um, but you know, I think I think uh, what's what the later Quentin Tarantino movies did was kind of uh, take a lot of of different things and kind of put it into their movies. You know, when, with Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown, Kill Bill. There's a lot of different things happening. Uh, well, Kill Bill is kind of more more honed into a certain thing, but there's still like the anime sequence and a bunch of other stuff. I think as far as uh, focus goes, Reservoir Dogs is probably one of the better uh, Quentin Tarantino movies, just having it focused in on one specific group of people, and it's kind of more focused on, on that situation. Uh, there's a lot less uh, stuff muddying the water, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah, no, it definitely makes sense, but what you have to remember, too, is that uh, Pulp Fiction, like I said, was something that kind of made uh, Quentin Tarantino a, a name. He was with that one movie; it became a household name. 
And uh, it when people think of Quentin Tarantino movies, they think of many different characters, like an ensemble cast. They think of much different things uh, that happen in that movie. It's not just about one solitary thing. It's it's uh, about a bunch of different things. And I think that's where, where Pulp Fiction kind of shines because it's the quintessential Tarantino movie um, because it has so many different moving parts to it. Well, then, if you're using that theory, don't you think that The Hateful Eight would be considered oh one of the best movies? Because oh here we no, go. No, hear me out. Start I'm, not gonna get, I'm not going to get a bad temper. Don't worry. All right. All right. Um, so when you have uh, Reservoir Dogs, which is a movie that has a bunch of uh, uh, a bunch of people in a, as a group in a room, essentially, um, trying to figure out what's happening, that, that feels like it's a slightly more focused movie. Um, and then you have uh, Hateful Eight, which is, you know, three hours long of essentially the same concept of people being kind of stuck into a small room. But then it has a wide um, wide spectrum of different things, uh, about different stories, different. Uh, each person has like a different long uh, speech that goes on. Um, and, you know, it's uh, or a monologue. I like monologues and such. How did he get in here? Oh, I'll leave. Don't worry. Uh, anyway, um, uh, you know they they talk about their their past, and that kind of gives you more character uh, character development than than a lot of the other movies. And and you when you watch the Quentin Tarantino movies, when you watch Hateful Eight, like you know that that's a Quentin Tarantino movie, but it is also very focused. Okay, well let's try to bring it back here. Um, everyone knows what their favorite movie is in this group here, right? Well, let's say your second favorite movie and then we'll try to suss out which is the best movie okay maybe we can try to do it that way okay so uh my name is reservoir dogs and i like the hateful eight. Oh, thanks buddy uh i'm hateful eight and i like the reservoir dogs all right and my name is uh kill bill and i like uh death proof and uh my name is death proof and uh i think my favorite is going to be uh kill bill volume two and volume one uh combined into kill bill I'm uh, Glorious Bastards, and uh, I think uh, Django Unchained is going to be my, num my number two favorite. Uh, ironically, my name is uh, Django Unchained, and my number two is going to be uh, Inglorious Bastards. Uh, I'm Jackie Brown, and my number two favorite would be Pulp Fiction. And uh, this is Pulp Fiction. My number two favorite would be Jackie Brown. Okay, well, this isn't working. Um, so... Let's try to bring back. Um, let's do this. Let's let's bring back one person uh, that was from a Quentin Tarantino written movie and see what their favorite Quentin Tarantino directed movie is, and we'll see we'll see which one's gonna be the winner with that. Okay, let's bring back uh, one of my favorites. Uh, let's bring back From Dusk Till Dawn. Okay, uh, let's let's revitalize him. Oh, ah, God, it hurts just as much coming back to life. Oh, man, what's up, guys? Hey, from Dustal Dawn, how's it going? Uh, we brought you back uh, because uh, we wanted to ask you, as a as a as a Quentin Tarantino written movie, what is your favorite movie that was directed by Quentin Tarantino? And this is going to be the tiebreaker because we're at a we're at a current tie right now. Oh boy, uh, that decision's up to me. Um, okay, well. Um, I think probably my favorite Quentin Tarantino directed movie would have to be. Um, I think it would have to be um, 
Sin City. This oh, is bullshit. Oh, seriously. So that was a uh, a bizarre a bizarre thing that happened, and I know that's a weird way to end it, but um, I uh, I really couldn't come with the come up with a with a solution and with an answer for that. Um, and my nose started to bleed, and I started to uh, uh, my hand started to disappear in a weird way. Um, so I, as soon as I took out the, the the pill, it started getting better. Um, but I I couldn't really handle it much more. Um, but I figured I would give you guys a little bit uh, of that recording for you. Um, now, uh, we're going to end it up here in a second here, but I, I wanted to make sure we got to our on location for today. Uh, this was an interesting one. I don't really remember it happening, but um, but uh, here, take a listen. Hey, everyone. This is... Uh, uh, this, is uh, this is James from uh, Pickle Giraffe, and I'm uh, here on location in the back of someone's car. Uh, I think it's the trunk. Um, my head is really is hurting pretty bad. Uh, the the van yeah, that pulled up uh, hit me on top of the head and dragged me into a, a car that was uh, trailing them and and uh, now now I'm kind of I don't know where I'm going but uh, you know I look around here so you can see behind me this is a, this is a spare tire it's uh, digging in my back but pretty cool um but uh but yeah i'm having <clears throat> having fun um all i taste is a metallic taste of blood um hope you guys are having a good day bye all right so uh yeah i don't uh i don't remember where that's going but um but uh but i'm sure we'll find out um all right well uh i hope you guys have a have a great day and uh have a good uh, next uh, next week. Uh, I'll, see, I'll see you guys. Uh, see you guys next week uh, is what I meant to say with that. Uh, so bye, bye bye. You're you're the best. Bye bye. Also try to uh, to to listen to this. Um, I know I I know I'm. It's weird to say that at the end of a thing, but listen to it and uh, keep listening to it and make sure you uh, review us on on the iTunes and stuff and uh, make sure you you give us some stars and and you give us a lot of comments and try to try to interact. Um, if you listen to this at all, please do something. Please do something. Make me know that you're out there. I need to know you're out there. If I don't know you're out there, I don't know you're there. So let me know you're there. Bye.